Welcome to the Lock Boss Show. I am your host, PJ Slauson. Now, this show is dedicated to all the lock bosses that want to learn and want to grow. But guess what? We also want you to win. And in order for you to do that, you need to join us every live YouTube giveaway. All you need to do is go over to YouTube, type in CLK Supplies, or use the hashtag LockBoss, or even better, in the show notes, just click on the link, it'll take you right there. Watch any of our current videos and you'll see exactly how you can join the fun for free, and together we will learn, grow, and win. How's it going? Welcome back to another hashtag LockBoss show and giveaway. I hope everyone's Tuesday is going great and I'm looking forward to getting started here. Now, of course, I'm going to be drinking uh, Topo Chico. Cheers to all you out there drinking one with me. And uh, the bottles, this last time I bought them, look, the bottles, it's like more white this time. So it's kind of tripping me out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what's the, I think the other one is more yellow or something. I don't know. I don't know. So we have a fun agenda today. And uh, of course, here we're going to be going over uh, the posts of the week, comment of the week. We're going to be talking about locksmithing techniques, what is good and what is bad. And then lastly, we're going to be announcing this week's five lucky lock boss winners. So um, let's go ahead, dive in, get started. All right, here we go. All right, post of the week. Check this one out. I mean, come on now, who out there has actually done this before? So, I mean, I definitely have. Um, yeah, I mean... It's just part of life, huh? Right? We have one job to put the lock on right, but no, that's a good meme. That is a good meme there. Next up. Oh, check this out. We got Julio in his Kiss Me, I'm a Lock Boss shirt. How cool is that? Julio, thanks for sending that picture in. See what we got up next here. All right, comment of the week. Let's see what we got cooking. All right, sorry, like always, I gotta lean in so I can read it here. Uh, it says, uh, Philip says, I have, I've had to watch this a couple times to understand it. I'm learning about automotive programming and your videos are a great tool. When cutting a copy, do you ever adjust the depth to compensate for a worn key? Thanks for sharing. Philip, that's a, honestly a great question. Um, you know, the answer can vary quite a bit. I mean, I would say at the at the base level, if you um, duplicate the key and it works, then, you know, just keep it the way it is. Um, edge style keys, there's a lot of different kind of random techniques to do that. I mean, for the most part, like, I don't want to get into... 10, 10 different answers or scenarios here for you. But I would say for the most part, I typically would never adjust the my machine, right? Like I would use other techniques because once you adjust it for that key and then you're done, you're going to have to figure out 
you know, you're gonna have to take the time to bring it back. Right. And I think that one of the best things we can have is a key machine we know is cutting accurately. So that's what I have for that. Everybody who's watching and has a, uh, a piece of advice or something like that, definitely drop it in the comments for uh, Philip. And um, I look forward to reading those later. All right. Good. Good question, though, Philip. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, and, you know, I'm going to bring up one more thing. You know, my head's my I have all these things going on here and I want to share one more for it. Something to keep a, to just keep in the back of your head. Like, I don't know if you're talking about um, an electronic key machine or just like a standard manual machine. Right. And when it comes to the electronic ones, like they're not going to always decode perfectly. You can put a key in there. It's going to go to read the cuts and then their little algorithm is going to choose what that cut is a good tip that you can kind of uh, use to help you with that is when it decodes a key, look to see, did it turn that into a, the actual um, uh, code in the code series? Because if it did, you're, the chances of it working are a lot more higher than if it brings it back. And when you look in the little spot where it'll say what the code is, it'll say like unknown code or a question mark, something like that. Most of the time at that spot, you can really know if it's decoded it properly um, or not. So well, sometimes on the worn ones like that, you may have to pull out some calipers, um, just do some manual measurements, something like that. But um, as, far, as far as the electronic machines go, you're not going to, you know, a computer is only as smart as it's programming. And a lot of times the programming is just splitting the cut difference on that, right? Especially on the, on the lower side. So um, just, just keep an eye out for that if that helps answer the question here. So, okay. So next up. Okay. Here, hold on. So, um, I'm really excited about this one. Our main topic, uh, for today. And, um, so we have so like, we have a lot of people watching right now who are part of the lock boss community that are experienced and have been around the locks and wise, the Ken Nixon's all, all of you guys out there. Excellent, excellent tradesmen. And that's amazing. And I thank you guys for being here. And thank you for all the contributions you do just to the community in general, uh, answering the questions and uh, your participation. I thank you for that. Uh, at the same time, we have a lot of people who are new, right? Which is awesome. I mean, that's one of my biggest things, you know, I talk about that there's not a direct path into this industry. So um, if you are interested at all with working with locks and keys, uh, well, you're, you're welcome here, right? We, we want to make you feel welcome, but is what happens with all of that kind of going on is some of the questions that get asked and how they get answered. Not necessarily, um, here in the lock boss community, you, you folks are awfully, awfully kind. And I appreciate that, but you know, you always hear these little things come up about, uh, you know, how, what's the right way to do this? And what's the right way to do that? And I kind of wanted to, I've seen some of this happen recently. Um, uh, and I kind of want to address it just head on. And I just want to talk about it. And um, I hope that uh, it's encouraging to you a little bit, and maybe it'll give you a little bit different way to maybe think about it. Okay. So <laughs> hopefully I, uh, I said enough there to kind of set this up properly. All right. So here we go. All right, so um, as what I want to talk about is, you know, locksmith techniques, good or bad, right? As what I really want to do is move past, 
the locksmith baby talk, so to speak. And what I'm, what I mean by that is, right, like just incomplete thoughts, right? There's so much of this like uh, incomplete thoughts going on. And so the main idea that I really want to drive home with this is this. Anything can be both good and bad, right? That's just true. And um, a lot of times, like you hear me say this a lot, okay? You hear me say it. That what I'm about to say is more true than untrue, or let's do a think through on this. And that's really just kind of, that's me always hinting at the fact that um, what I'm about to say, like, is true, but it can also not be true depending on the circumstance. So I want to dive in with this a little bit, talk about it, and then uh, we'll get on to the giveaway. So um, let's use the uh, when, how, what framework to think through why um, anything can be both bad and good. Now, this is a common, right? Like um, when you're writing an article and you're in school, they're always having you like think through like what's the who, what, when, where, why type of stuff. And so I just kind of refine this down uh, basically and um, let, let's take a look at it. So um, when is, you know, when X, Y, or Z happens, and I have some examples for you here in a minute. Um, how is, um, how am I going to do this? And what is tool or method am I going to use? Okay, just very, very basic, very, very basic stuff here. Here we go. First example. So when I need to unlock a car, um, how is I'm going to unlock the passenger door and what I'm going to use a long reach tool with an air wedge, right? Very, very basic. But um, what happens if uh, you can't do that for some reason, right? So um, let's go down to the next version of this, which is when you can't get a long reach tool in properly, maybe it's too cold out, right? Um, how? We're at what's the next step here is going to be to decode the lock. Um, what? We're going to use a leashy decoder, right? And that, of course, there's many examples for this. But my point is, is that if if, uh, if what you hear is, oh, hey, I had a guy unlock my car the other day. Oh, how did he do that? Oh, he used a leashy or some sort of tool and he decoded, you know, and picked it in the door. Well, one might say, well, that's dumb. You should just be using a long rod half the time, you know, blah, 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 go on about it. Um, and it's like, that's kind of where that baby talk stuff comes in, right? Because um, every method can be the right method to use in the right circumstance, okay? Um, so let's do one more example here. All right, example two. When I need to make a key for a car, how decode the door lock, what I'm going to use a leashy tool, right? Pretty standard stuff here. Um, next, though, is when you can't get the leashy to decode properly, maybe sticky wafers, maybe uh, when you decode it, you got the key, it's not working, who knows what the problem is, um, then what? Well, next could be uh, how would be um, get a key code. Um, what would be to get it from Nastif, right? And see how, depending on, uh, even if, your pro key code or pro using a decoder, both in these situations can be both good and bad, right? Depending on the situation. And so <clears throat> that's really the point I'm, I'm trying to make today is kind of, you know, let's try to continually be willing to move past some of the baby talk 
when it comes to methods and techniques and real and just realize that everything can be both good and bad. So um, the reason I want to bring that up and talk to you about it and go into this great uh, depth is just the simple fact that um, some of you might ask a question and others might think that that question isn't necessarily great. Well, sometimes um, opinions vary or perspectives vary, but it's really, it's really what it comes down to is depending on your skill level, the tools you have, and the time crunch you're in, those tricks and methods and techniques will vary. And um, I hope that's encouraging to you a little bit uh, on your journey to become the lock boss that you want to be. So how about that? So with that said, hopefully that was good stuff. I'd like to know your guys' uh, comments on that and um, anything that you would like to add as well. So without further ado, it is time to get on to this week's giveaway winners. Let's see here. All right. So first up, of course, um, let's go over all of the rules. So what to do if you win? You're going to want to email us your shipping address, info at sales at clksupplies.com, or call us at 800-848-6989, and we'll send your gifts soon. How to win. Comment on our videos and include the hashtag LockBoss. Winners will be chosen from comments on the previous week's videos. All right, so there we go. Let's um, have some fun. Um, thank you all for the comments and uh, entering to win. Uh, much appreciated. And uh, let's get on to these five lucky winners. Now, make sure that you do, um, once you get your prizes, go ahead and uh, send us some pictures, image, tag us, whatever, so everyone can see um, what you got, right? Pretty fun. And um, some weeks, you know, we uh, advertise what we're giving away. Others, we don't. It doesn't mean that that week's better or worse than the other. I just like to mix it up. It's more fun that way, right? More fun. So here we go. This week's winners, number one is... Oh, no. Oh, shoot. Um, It's uh, Brian um, Edmiston. Brian, congratulations. And some of you might have just seen that winner number two there. <laughs> Oh, man. Got a little clicky. Got a little clicky here. All right, Brian, congratulations. Good stuff. Here we go. Winner number two this week is Lock Picking Energy. <laughs> Good stuff. Lock Picking Energy, man. Uh, or uh, man or woman. Uh, congrats. Very cool. Here we go. Winner number three this week is. Evil Arch Conservative, congratulations. Good stuff. All right, here we go. Winner number four this week is Neil Wilson. Neil Wilson, congratulations. And last but not least, winner number five of this week's giveaway is Outlaw Locksmith. Good stuff. Congratulations, Outlaw Locksmith. Um, of course, we got, what, 
I guess this week, next week left for that uh, Kiss Me I'm a Lock Boss shirt. And that's what we have for you. So I hope all of you have a wonderful Tuesday evening. Um, of course, we have some more vid good videos uh, in store for you. I look forward to checking out the comments uh, and, and what you guys have uh, going on here when, when I get off live. Thank you all. Have a great evening. We'll see you. Actually, you won't. I'm going to save that. We'll see you next week for live. Take care.